You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Vormir, may Black Widow rest in peace. Right. Right. Yeah, so. Oh my goodness. Hello, Sarah. Okay, all right, closing that out. I need to get up something on here. So, hey, how's your week been? Good. I mean, I have sort of started work stuff. Um, I had like an orientation for one of the places I'm working, and I have to shadow four hours worth of teachers. But... Out of the four hours, I went and I tried to knock it all out yesterday. And out of the four hours I sat there, two and a half hours worth did not show up. And so I have to go again for another two and a half hours next week. But I do get paid for all that time. So I'm oh, not well, that's super that's mad. that's good. Yeah, yeah, it could be worse. That's good. I mean, but... it's also good that you know you have a job. Yeah, no, not mad about that. And then next week, I have orientation for the Mount Pisgah job. The nice thing about the shadowing was that it did kind of make me feel again like I was capable of doing this. Like, watching these people teach lessons, I was like, oh, I can at least teach these lessons. Like, even the piano lessons, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can tell you where middle C is on the piano. Like, I I can handle this. (laughs) Well, like, it's these little kids. I don't know. I guess... You forget when you're in college that not everybody is playing or singing at a collegiate level. That when you're teaching, you're mostly teaching five-year-olds. And you're mostly, you're spending most of the time going, hey, hey, pay attention, hey. Oh, wow, that's great, but could you play this? You know, so. (laughs) Instead of just banging on the piano? Yes. Or, like, one thing, and I remember doing this as a kid, and I I don't think I realized, I... Well, as a kid, you don't think, oh, I bet this is annoying to whoever's trying to teach me. But, like, where you've played something and you play it a little wrong, so the teacher tries to correct you, but you start, like, as they're talking, you're in your head, you're like, you know, I know what I did wrong. And you just keep playing and you're trying to play it right. Very annoying if you're, like, on the teacher side of things, I think. (laughs) Annoying to me. Welcome to being a music teacher, Sarah. Yeah, I don't think I was entirely prepared. Oh my goodness. But well, I will be. Well, welcome to being a music teacher. Uh it's I not also have a spinny teacher. It's not all uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh extravagant. What? I'm not living the life of luxury. Lug- I'm not luxurious. A famous opera star who can just be like, Oh yes, um Passaggio. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame i'm really missing out oh that was one for you vocal fam yeah. yes passaggio passaggio i'm just gonna throw around some fancy words i did get to say mutational chink yesterday i felt very fancy yeah well that is very fancy yeah yeah that very impressive very, stuff that is very fancy um yeah so i, I think we're gonna drop this as a mini episode that's probably a, a good way to like like to I'm just it. gonna drop it tomorrow. 
Okay. Or today, even. Or today. Because, yeah, Comic-Con. Right. So, Vocal Fam, we are here basically just to break down the epic... Everything that's happened. I have to have my list. The epic week good, because I had pulled up Marvel's Twitter feed just so I remembered everything. That's thing. Like I'm thinking right now, like I need a list in front of me. I'm gonna go to their Twitter too. Um, so we we just wanted to jump on as part of our mission to keep the voice pedagogy and science community informed of all things pop culture, <laughs> which is part of Vocal Ooh. Fry's mission. And this has been a summer of voice science, so it is time for it, some more pop culture. It is, and and just Vocal Fam, just so you know, since we're gonna put this up right away. Friday, you will get a regular vocal fry with the entire host team for Stranger Things season three. Hey, it's time. It's about time. So realize, realize that that's coming. What is today? Thursday. Yes. So that's coming tomorrow. But today, free? No, because you're dropping this day. Oh, this is so complicated. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. It's too much. Even though tomorrow's episode we recorded a week ago. Yes, which is very confusing. Uh, but we so, still need to do a Spider-Man episode. We do. We do. By the way, did I? T- I don't know if I said this on on even for tomorrow's episode. My kids have fallen in love with Into the Spider Verse. I know you told me. I don't know if you said it on the episode. Oh, okay, well, it's a great movie. Have you seen this Into the Spider Verse uh, Honest trailer yet? No. <laughs> Basically, about thirty seconds in, he goes, "Wait, stop." This is actually probably the best movie of 2019. Let's stop making <laughs> fun of it. <laughs> no, for real. It was a really great movie. I loved Gwen. I had never yeah. seen the Spider-Woman character, and I thought she was super cool. Spider-Gwen. Anyway, that's not what today's about. Today is about the fact that True. Saturday in Hall H, SDCC 2019. They dropped. Wow, what a what a day it was! Uh, before we get into the big news, which is basically Star Trek and Marvel, w- were there any other trailers that really caught your eye from the weekend? Trailers? Yes. I was in Hamilton World last weekend, so if a trailer dropped, I probably missed it. Cats. Oh, cats! Yes. Okay, I know that this this appears to be an unpopular opinion based on what I've seen on the internet. I'm actually really excited to see cats I, I never have cared to see the musical i've never seen the actual musical never really wanted to because eh. but this trailer really caught my attention and if for nothing else i want to see Idris Elba and ian mckellen as a really oddly portrayed like they're cats it, it, it's weird it's a weird look I, I give you that like the costuming and stuff but I'm actually really excited. Well, my only two thoughts on the Cats trailer are, one, I don't like cats in real life. My entire family is allergic. And two, I don't like Cats the musical. Uh, I think partially because of my distaste for cats. Well, and you don't particularly care for Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I don't particularly care for Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's had his, it makes sense. He's had his moments. Song and Dance is a nice piece. Uh, not my favorite. Anyway. Well, I thought it looked cool. I'll go see it just to hear Jennifer Hudson sing Memory. There, there are several. Go ahead. Oh, just there are several things like I, 
I don't think I'm going to be a huge fan of maybe the plot and not even all the songs, but there are just enough like, oh, uh, I would go just because of this moments. Yeah, so. it, it was, uh, it's one of those things, they definitely got a good cast. Yeah, it's a great cast. I mean, but the uh, musical has made over $2 billion worldwide, so I yeah, mean. Yeah, so people are going to see it. Most of these actors probably knew like, ah, oh, I'm not, this isn't going to be like a huge I say this isn't going to be a huge flub. You never know. I was actually I was super excited about Les Mis's movie, and then yeah, well. that was something. Anyway, uh, other uh, trailers anyway. from the weekend, uh, that, other than the big ones that caught your eye. Again, Top Gun. It was, it was Hamilton. I actually didn't even watch that trailer. I know it dropped. I know it was supposed to be a big thing, but having never watched any Top Gun anything. I just didn't bother. Well, to go back to Michael's joke about Mission Impossible 6, they broke Tom Cruise out of the old folks home again. I am not a big Tom Cruise fan. And maybe that's part of why I didn't watch any of I'm just not huge. I mean, I think it's 34 years since the first Top Gun. Nothing like making a sequel 34 years later. That's a really long time. That's Uh, weird, but okay. Something well, like that. You know what? I just said that, but like, who am I to talk as a Star Wars fan? Right. Um. Let's see. You know, other trailers from the weekend. Mister Rogers. I didn't watch that either. I told you my weekend was Hamilton, <laughs> not trailers. Hamilton. So Mister Rogers dropped over the weekend. It looks like everyone will walk out of the theater crying and just such. In tears, absolute tears. Because when. The little meme that's like, or not meme, but like kind of a, someone has a headcanon that Steve Rogers, you know, he goes back in time to live out his life, but their headcanon is that he decides to make an impact in a different way and becomes Mr. Rogers. Oh, that totally works. Steve Rogers, Mr. Rogers. Have you seen, did I send you guys, speaking of Steve Rogers, did I send you guys the Boss Logic official poster finally? From End from Endgame, Boss Logic, you know, is the company that does like all the official posters for Marvel. Yeah. Their official That's- Endgame, they had had a bunch of like just concept art things coming out throughout the whole run, but the the official when the official well, first of all, there's a really cool. Was it the worthy? You sent us yes, the worthy. The, yes. yes. You did. Cap send holding Milnir and just it just says worthy. And I love it. Yeah pretty great because that's what we all walked away going he was worthy it was great anyway uh end game digital release this week on monday okay and i have been out of it i am out of the loop um that's why we're here for you vocal fam we're here for you to catch you up now speaking of, of catching everybody up so the big news obviously from the weekend if you don't know uh sdcc san diego comic con that stands for San Diego Comic Con. I mean, Comic Cons have become sort of cultural phenomenons all over the place. They really have a lot of cosplay. You know, a lot of whatever. They usually sort of regional ones will have like their anchor celebrity or two. Like uh, off David Tennant. David like- Tennant's going to Dragon Con this year, as is Catherine Tate, as is Freema Aguilar. Uh, but oh, I didn't know that one though. Um, but. Uh, San Diego Comic Con is different. <laughs> it is the. It is Comic-Con. the con, and uh, 
it is where most studios go to release their biggest news of the year. Yeah. Um, it's where, for example, three year three years ago, gosh, I can't believe it was that long ago. Three years ago, Marvel gave us some concept scenes from Infinity War, and Crazy. and ga- introduced Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Phenomenal. Uh, it's it's just. Anyway, there were some studios absent this year. HBO had no presence at Comic Con this year. Uh, there were some pan there were some panels that were just sort of fan servicey, not really releasing any information. Yeah, but but still, Marvel about made up for it. Hall H is the big hall at San Diego Comic Con, and if you want one of the Hall H events, you basically have to start camping out. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday before the weekend and just get in line. They create different queues outside of the building to get to those big panels. There were, of course, two big Saturday panels this year. The first one was in the morning, uh, and that was the panel for Star Trek, period, just all properties. Uh, And then the afternoon big panel was, of course, nothing other than the Grandmaster himself, Kevin Feige, bringing the House of Ideas on stage to introduce the entirety of Marvel Phase 4. And I am so ready for it. Um, Out of curiosity, have you watched the Picard trailer yet? No. Told you, it's been Hamilton. Well, I will will update the vocal fam. Uh, My wife, Empress Vocal Fry, has begun her journey through Star Trek The Next Generation. I need to. I mean, what else do I have? So really what going we on did on that on that list that we sent you, yes, we we I we came up with a list online I found from someone in a forum of 32 essential Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. Uh, I would just say that we skipped from Encounter at Farpoint the whole way down to Measure of a Man. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't bother with those other two season one episodes. Just watch the okay. two part pilot and then move on from there. Okay. And so at this point, we're already well into season two, and even though we've only watched three episodes. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, sure. I would go ahead and watch the Star Trek Picard trailer anyway, especially for any of you Star Trek fans listening. The Star Trek Picard trailer was monumentally epic. There were four big picture takeaways from from the trailer that I'll just share now, even though Sarah hasn't seen it. That's true. It'll be fine. One is that uh, the Borg are back. This was very surprising because it is not something we had heard rumored at all. Two, Jonathan Del Arco is back. And Jonathan Del Arco, that's the actor's name, played a character called Hugh who was a Borg who had been able to survive after being separated from their collective hive consciousness. And that was very surprising. But the biggest two... And it it appears that something about this plot will have a great deal to do with a Borg colony of previously Borg people uh, and Picard somehow helping them. That seems to be... There's some girl who's the main MacGuffin of the show that we're not exactly sure what or who she is, but she seems to be sort of the main plot point, if you will, uh, from the trailer. But 
there are there were two other just huge reveals for Star Trek fans. One of which was that Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine herself, was in the trailer. The room in Hall H just about lost their mind, apparently, when she came on screen. But that was only topped by the very end of the trailer where Picard is sitting drinking tea Earl Grey hot, playing poker, and none other than Brent Spiner himself, Lieutenant Commander Data, appeared on the screen with Data's voice, not B4's voice, as those Star Trek fans will remember from the end of Star Trek Nemesis. And apparently the room just lost its living mind. Well, of course. Uh, None of that meant anything to me. Riggs, and there you go. Uh, And then that was only followed up by the fact that not only did that all happen, but Jonathan Del Arco, Jerry Ryan, and Brent Spiner himself were in fact in the room. Spiner told a little funny story. It's all over their Twitter, but he said that when he heard that they were going to make Picard the show star trek picard he said he called the producers i don't know if he called alex kurtzman or what he probably called kurtzman and he said uh alex kurtzman's the um sort of like kevin feige of star trek all all properties and uh, apparently he called one of them and he said uh so i hear you're making picard do do you have anybody for the role of picard Hold on. Wait. Stop. 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 Say something again. Is it doing the weird sound thing for you too? Sorry. I started hearing myself back in my own like. Headset. How long had you been hearing that? Five seconds. Oh, okay. Perfect. No, you had Maybe. the the headphone jack had come loose, and so you weren't being sent for a second into the the zoom. Okay, so that was the thing. Like, it was right when I started trying to respond to, "Do you have someone for Picard?" that I started hearing myself. And it oh, okay. Then hopefully it wasn't that long. But yeah, anyway, it was funny. Um, and of course, Spiner said that he couldn't say no to coming back and doing it. And anyway, a lot of good stuff with for Star Trek fans. Jonathan Frakes is coming back as Commander Will Riker. He's also directing two episodes in Block One of their shooting block. Uh, Marina Sirtis is coming back as Deanna Troy. So a lot of exciting stuff came out of that Star Trek panel. But we know why we are here to talk about SDCC 2019. Yeah. We've just been putting it off, making me wait. And Get so it. here we go. Let's run it down if we can in order, uh, I guess, that they announced maybe. Sure. I'm using, I'm literally using the Facebook Messenger thread we have with Okay, so that's Michael. in that's in announcement order. Okay. I figured that's in order. So first announcement for November twenty no November sixth of next year, twenty twenty. So just a little over a year's time, maybe a year and four months, will be the confirmed release of the Eternals. Confirmed starring Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Lauren Ridloff, Brian Terry Henry, Salma Hayek, Leah McHugh, and Don Lee with director Chloe Zhao. Wow. What a phenomenal cast. I mean, oh my gosh. So basically, at this point, we can go out and get whoever we want. That's basically what they're saying. No, 100%. I mean, Marvel has taken superhero movies and made it something that, like, you don't have to do it, but, like, 
it is probably the biggest thing out there right now. There's no question. Yeah, and so you probably should. But I mean, my goodness, Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, what a name. Well, and these are like, and I put this in quotation marks, serious actors, you know? Angelina Jolie. Well, a comedian. He's a comedian, but still, his movie, uh, The Big Sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Even though it's comedic, it's very smart. There is, there's something. It it still I feel like falls into that like serious acting thing because it had just that message. It's considered such like a critically good movie, so I I, I count that as serious acting stuff. Yeah. So that's November sixth, twenty twenty. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with the comics, the Eternals are a big Jack Kirby creation. Um, there were two sets of Eternals, one on Earth, one on Titan. Um, Thanos is actually an Eternal from Titan. Yeah. Um, I, there's one story arc, I think, that actually has him as a grandson of a Eternal, not an Eternal himself, but I don't know what the genealogy exactly was there in that one, but, um, I believe these are the Eternals from Earth, is how they're playing it. Maybe, because one of the characters is Gilgamesh, which, I mean, that's a human epic. Right. So I I think it's tying into Greek mythology, which, of course, then the big question is, are they finally going to give us Hercules? I think that's really... That would be cool. uh, We have heard rumors with the Eternals, I mean, for quite a while now, even Angelina Jolie being, you know, rumored for that um, for quite a while. One of the big rumors that's been surrounding that um uh, oh gosh i just totally lost my train of thought what it was going to be but i don't know i matter. know no rumors uh oh i know what it was it was that it will start off as a team up movie and then break down uh rather Ooh. than rather than start off as one offs and build to like avengers that yeah. the eternals will start off as i mean obviously i th- here's my guess I'm guessing that these Eternals timeline movies will tell the prequel stories of the Infinity Stones. That's what I would guess. Just even by the tag on like IMDb of it, a race of immortals beings who lived lived past tense on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations, like surely it's a prequel leading us to superheroes. Pro- probably even something to do with the the fall of the vibranium meteor. If not, maybe yeah. the vibranium meteor being what killed them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely think prequel is the way to go with this. Yeah. Okay. The next announcement, second big announcement, was, was fall 2020, Disney Plus. Yes! The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm excited for this. I mean, we all knew it was coming because of the Disney Plus release, but... I think it'll be good. Love that the, the that the concept art is their names behind the shield. Yes. Oh my goodness. I almost said that, but then I was like, oh, I'll just let it go. Uh, yeah, it is no. it is the cast, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan. So that is the cast. That will be exclusively on Disney yeah. Disney Plus. They're just trying to reel us in. Disney Plus, you didn't need to reel me in. I was gonna get to you anyway. Well the Mandalorian apparently is costing something like what was the figure I saw? $250 million an episode to make? Oh my gosh. Is that for 
real? It was some. Much, it was some absurd figure. How how much are they thinking they're gonna make off this? It was some. I, I mean, it was astronomical. Well, I hope it's good. Um. And my For guess is, sake. my guess is, a lot of these runs of shows are gonna be six episode seasons, though. That's almost like a mini series. That's kind of what I've been wondering if it'll be almost more like a mini series kind of Sherlock setup where you have longer episodes but less. Yeah, very BBC model. I think that would be the way to go, to be completely honest. Okay, third announcement. Again, as we had heard rumored and talked about, thank you, Dr. Williams, on our yes. uh, Endgame, Endgame panel. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, February 12th, 2021. Excited for that. That's uh, going to be awesome very excited that simi liu an actual chinese actor was cast as the master of kung fu himself shang chi yeah thank goodness that was kind of needed we did not need another danny rand playing iron fist yeah white people exactly um very exciting uh it looks like a very very diverse cast um and production team so that's february 20 12th 2021 we don't really know much about that though um well, other, and that's so far off right i i have heard rumors that um there's quite a few rumors floating around that shang chi will introduce the real villain of the mandarin that is the one rumor that I've heard floating around. Well, like, the Mandarin is listed with an actor on the cast on the oh. IMDb page. Okay, so then then I can only assume that we're going to actually get the real terrorist, the Mandarin, in Shang-Chi. Yeah. So that would be Which actor awesome. is playing that? Aquafina? Tony... No, Tony Lung? it has... Tony Chiwai Lung? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I hope I said all that correctly. I just a stab so that that'll be awesome i mean iron man 3 did a terrible disservice to the mandarin with that sort of red herring and yeah and now we're gonna get the real aquafina is cast in this movie though it just doesn't have a character name Uh okay uh next big huge announcement that we were all very excited about in this uh in this podcast i'm super excited why why would we be excited about this one sarah Spring 2021, so Disney far. Disney Plus, WandaVision. They're trying to kill me. That's so far away. One of the things that Kevin Feige has confirmed is that WandaVision does take place after the events of Endgame. Oh. So this is not a time travel prequel story. Okay, because I was worried. I mean, not that I would have been mad if it had been a prequel story, but it's so much more interesting as after Endgame. My guess is when's the date on that? Spring 2021. Is that after? No, it's before. Like, it's before. So I wonder if it'll set up. It, that it, movie it will. There's no question. Okay. So that that will be great. We'll obviously be very much, you know, it is Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Very excited. So pumped. Very excited. Uh, uh also, in spring of 2021, Loki. Which we need to explain a lot of what happened in Endgame. And an interesting point that got um, clarified. This is the Loki 
who took the Tesseract in Endgame. Yeah. This is not the Loki who's experienced the events of Thor the Dark World. This yeah, is this not, not really redemption for this. You know, this is pre-Loki redemption. Well, That's, and so, like, will we get to see him go through his redemption arc again, or will this just be straight-up villain stuff? Right. That's the que- There's the question. It is, of course, Tom Hiddleston. Not much else announced about that. So far in the future, and let's be honest that I mean, Tom Hiddleston has his own um, <clears throat> fan following. Yes, <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean like, no, just yes. T- yes, right, and they. Yep. Yes. No, he he definitely has like a very strong cult following, uh, very much cult emphasis on the cult following yeah. part. Um. And I think that's a huge part of this series is them bringing him back in this way. Right. Okay. So then, and we're going to talk about this for a minute. The biggest announcement from Saturday Night for Perna comes out on May 7th, 2021. And what announcement was that, Sarah? Oh, I don't know. Could it be Doctor Strange? In the multiverse of madness. In the multiverse of madness. Which... My only disappointment is that supposedly this is going to be a horror movie. Yeah, the 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 confirmation is that okay, so we've been talking about this for a while on the podcast, but basically since at least in a post Age of Ultron world, basically Marvel since the Winter Soldier has basically been making genre movies with superheroes. Correct. So, Winter Soldier was essentially a Russian spy movie. In a lot of ways, uh, Civil War was even a Russian spy movie. Or intrigue spy kind of film. Obviously, Avengers Infinity War was a war movie. Avengers Endgame was a bank heist movie. Um, Thor Ragnarok was an office buddy comedy. Yes, yes, it was. Um, so we've basically, I'm, I can only assume that Black Widow will be a spy movie. You would think. I mean, what else could it be? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, the so, but anyway, but so they have confirmed that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be their first genre horror film, but apparently mm. still ranked PG thirteen. Well, I still don't see PG thirteen horror movies. Um, I'm going to basically make you go see it first and then hear how bad it is before I go. I just now, need to know what I'm getting into. I think the biggest piece of information from the entire weekend for me that I've not honestly been hearing even the people on the interwebs who talk about these things talk about, I think the biggest piece of information was confirmed was Elizabeth Olsen will play Scarlet Witch yes. in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, this is very intriguing to me because this confirms that that Marvel Studios will now, that the Netflix universe is gone they, yeah. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is ending, they will yeah. now be willing on the Disney Plus properties to go back and forth with their characters from TV to mo- motion pictures. Which I like because in the past we have not had that. 
I mean, it would have been really cool to have maybe Jessica Jones or some of these other characters Luke Cage. make appearances. Yeah, make appearances in the movies, and that just wasn't I, a thing. I don't know that we ever needed Danny Rand in. Yeah. Anyway, um, but but all that to say, obviously, I have to wait well over a year. <laughs> So long. A year and nine months, but uh, pretty excited. I mean, who's the villain in that movie? So the theory I just saw, like, I don't think it's a confirmed thing on IMDb, but it is listed, is the, it said, like, former friend turned enemy unleashes blah 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 takes starts trying to take down all other sorcerers so all i can assume is that potentially i don't even remember his name mordo mordo comes back stronger trying to take everyone down uses their own powers against them that's a good guess uh that would be my guess but who knows we have like two years worth of movies and information before i can feel like we can really make a good Guess. But he is the Sorcerer Supreme, so... Yeah. Anyway. I wonder if Scarlet Witch, I mean, the way her powers work and stuff, like, I wonder if she would ever start training to be a sorcerer as well. Like, is she, like, an apprentice of sorts? Well, and that's interesting because the, the one of the things I did see is that if somebody was like, it's the witches and the wizards teaming up. The witches and wizards, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that would be fun. And who knows how Vision will play into that. Yeah, like, how do we get him back? Or is he even back? Is, you know, is this all a search for him, for her, anyway? Right. I don't know. Needless to say, you and I will binge through WandaVision. Instantly? Yeah. Yes. I will. That instantly. may be a Friday afternoon off. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, no, I'm I'm sick. <laughs> Oops. Uh, let's Can't see. Come. Let's see. The the next announcement, sort of a surprise, although we had heard it rumored yeah. a couple of times. I was surprised. Marvel will do an animated What If series. Um, this is an interesting property, sort of from the comics. And I, okay, so Jeffrey Wright, um, who is famous from Westworld, uh, among other films that he's been in, um, Jeffrey Wright is going to serve as the voice actor of The Watcher, who probably will sort of function in this show in a way similar to, like, the character of the Crypt Keeper in Tales from the Crypt. He will sort of be a narrator at the beginning of the episode and then at the end, almost like Rod Sterling Sterling in Twilight Zone. Um, or now Jordan Peele in Twilight Zone. Um, and But basically, they're saying that many voice actors from across the MCU will reprise key roles. It's basically animated so that you know they could bring in RDJ. Yeah, without having to... Yes. Without having to pay him $75 million. Yeah. <laughs> I would animate too at that point. Right. And I have a feeling it's one of the reasons that Kevin Feige was so clear that Chris Evans wasn't done with the MCU. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even really thought about that. Right. Uh, Next big announcement. Another, uh, that of course, what if is of course on Disney Plus. That debuts summer 2021. 
Fall. These are all so far off. Fall 2021. This this one I'm excited about. Same. Haw- Hawkeye. Yeah. Also, I know it'll be great. Also, Disney Plus does star Jeremy Renner, but very specifically the concept art little trail teaser that they showed very clear the clear that the character they are setting up with this is the mentorship of hawkeye mentoring kate bishop um which will be great which will be great so we will get a female hawkeye in the movies moving forward my guess my guess um and kate bishop's a cool character so yeah i mean that that certainly seems to be what they're setting up is moving away from him and incorporating her and so on. Right. So two more. Probably the one that got the most attention from the media uh, over the weekend. For good reason. It, it caught me by surprise. Thor 4, November 5th, 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yep. But and what honest- was the biggest thing that happened with that? I mean, for, for me, it's Natalie Portman playing Thor. Not just that's Thor. That's what we're talking about, right? Taika has clarified. She is not just playing Thor. Oh, she is, is Thor? She is playing the mighty Thor. Okay. Very clear distinction he made, like, on Twitter the very next day. Like, he was offended. Is it so we don't get confused He was or offended that people were just referring to her playing Thor. And he said, oh, no, she's playing the mighty Thor. Interesting. Um, It was almost ceremonial because when Taika announced her on Saturday, he actually got out Mjolnir, bowed at her feet, and ceremonially ceremonially handed her Mjolnir. Uh, I can't even imagine. Like, everything I've heard about this, my mind is just like, Basically, here's what I think happened. Chris Hemsworth just wanted to do another comedy. So yeah, he's like, I'm over being the serious and kind of dumb. Tessa Thor. Thompson's just down for another hit movie. Yeah. And they got Natalie Portman back by saying, okay, well, we'll make you the star of this movie. <laughs> You're the star. You get to be the first, maybe... Is she bisexual? Like, if she's no, I think I don't think I don't think the relationships Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman. I think Tessa Thompson's going to find her own her own queen, Mm -hmm. totally separate. Mm Hmm. Oh, see, I'm here thinking it's going to be, and to make sure I get this correct, the Mighty Thor and Uh, Valkyrie. Uh, maybe that could be the direction that they go. I mean, basically, all the rumors we're hearing will that will that be that. Thor Love and Thunder will basically be a queer rom-com. That's basically what we're hearing. That's what I've heard as well. I mean, and, I just... and, and given Taika's directing, I mean, no one is surprised by that. Um, but Do you think that the, like, I don't, I don't the artwork for the title and all that kind of reminds you of, like, the font and setup of one of those little, like, dime store novels with, like, the pirate guy with the open white puffy white shirt on the cover that's what that font makes me think of i could see that it actually personally reminds me of he-man masters of the universe oh well not knowing much about he-man that's probably why 
that's probably what they were going for. Not so much a dime store novel. Um, I mean, yours makes more sense. It could be either one. It uh, could be both. And then he had two big more announcements. I mean, my gosh, it just didn't stop. The the first film we will be getting, though, in Phase 4, and it's interesting to me that this film is Phase 4 and not, in a way, the further conclusion of Phase 3. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what the significance of the fact that they were so clear that Spider-Man Far From Home was the end of Phase 3 and that this next film is the beginning of Phase 4. I don't get that, but... Could it be the setup of, uh, oh my gosh, my mind just went blank, Nick Fury being on the ship? Like, do you think that, I mean, I honestly wondered if, if that's why that's the close is because it really like sets us up to move forward. Except this movie's a prequel. So the next movie we're talking about, May 2021, your, oh, your next yeah. Marvel film in, a, in 10 months Actually, actually, almost nine, May 1st, 2020, is yeah. Black Widow. I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I mean, it's a great cast. D- David Harbour is is, uh, is is in it. Rachel Weiss. I mean, it's a great cast. Kate Shortland is directing. I mean, it's... It sounds... I love Black Widow. I feel like she has never gotten enough credit. Apparently, the first scene of the film starts in Budapest. Really? That's what I've heard rumored. Ah, good. I've always wanted to know that. Well, because you you and I remember Budapest very differently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, crazy thing. I just pulled it up on IMDb because that's what I'm I'm using to to look at stuff. David Harbour, his character in this is Alexi. Right. Which Isn't is that funny, though? also ironic. Yeah, I'm just doing a chuckle at that. That's for you, Stranger Things Stranger fans Things in the house. And Alexi. Um, I'm, I'm doing a chuckle now. Are there are some other confirmed character names on there, aren't they? Yes. Uh, Florence Poof Poof is Yelena. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Weisz as Melina. My guess is and- she's their teacher or mentor. Yeah, and then someone named Ma- O.T. Fogbenel as Mason. Probably That's... leading toward a villain, but... Maybe. Well, Harbor then, might be the villain, actually. And then Ray Winstone as an unnamed character. Mm. So. so That's all there is. Oh, obviously Black Widow. So very excited. Scarlett Johansson obviously back to play Black Widow and finally her own standalone... It's yeah. about time. Yeah, that that's about She's super- that movie's about four years overdue. It is. Well, especially they freaking killed her off, and we're finally gonna get some backstory on her. Yeah. Whatever. So then the final announcement, of course, Kevin Feige saved two other things. The first thing, though, was an, an official announcement uh, without a release date. Was that? They're bringing back Blade. The Daywalker himself is back. But he's, but he's not just back. He's being played by Mahershala Ali, two-time Academy Award winner. I mean, they're obviously expecting great things for this movie. Well, let's not forget that Blade basically saved the corporation of Marvel. 
I mean, the only reason yeah. that Marvel itself didn't go bankrupt were the success of the Wesley Snipe films from the 90s. Oh, I did not know that. And that the reason uh, that the, the, mo- the company ever made movies was because of the, of the Wesley Snipes movies from the 90s. Now, a very nice, respectful gesture yesterday, Wes- or Tuesday maybe, Wesley Snipes did come out with a public statement saying that um, he was thrilled that Blade as a character is coming back, and he gave props to Mahershala Ali saying that the role is in incredibly good hands. Mahershala then on his Instagram and Twitter shared a photo of Wesley Snipes in his Blade costume that just said respect. So very much a passing of the torch there. Yeah, um, approval and all that. Seeing Blade come back to the, it, it, having Blade brought into the f- proper MCU, I think is very exciting. Um, yeah. That'll be cool. For those of you who don't know, that character is a day walking vampire. Um, I in fact did not know. I didn't uh, know nothing about him. Sort of kung fu sword wheel wielding. But also a vampire. Yeah, usually fights Dracula in the end. <laughs> Well, that's a turn I was not expecting, but okay. Uh, Let's pull some Dracula in. So, anyway. Um, that, but there's no official release date for that. Um, and I then if he like, just signed on to do that prob- or something. Probably. And they probably don't have a script yet. Um, yeah. Then, of course, Kevin Feige at the end, he goes, and of course, we didn't even have time to talk about Black Panther 2, so there's a confirmation. A Thank goodness. Like anyone yeah. was surprised. Right. I mean, we all knew that was coming. <laughs> Captain Marvel 2 also made over a billion dumb. dollars. Everyone is shocked. Yeah, no, that's Guardians Again. 3, which we already knew was happening. Yeah. It's just James Gunn when, needs to finish where? Suicide Squad first. Uh, ooh, I am excited about Suicide Squad. I'm excited about Guardians 3. <laughs> I'm excited about Guardians 3 too, but I... Let's be honest, though, with those movies, I can only assume that Black Panther will probably be February 2022. You don't think they'll try to do it sooner? No. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Because these movies, this is their whole schedule through 2021. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to wait so long between these movies. So, my guess is Black Panther is February 2022. You're probably right. Guardians is probably summer 2022. Or if not, in fact, this says 2021 on Gu- IMDb. Guardians three. Yeah. There's no way. It just has it announced as 2023. It says it's in pre-production. Oh, 2023. No, 2021. Oh, I there's no way 2021. That that could be wrong, but. Yeah, there's that's, no way. That's the listing on IMDb. Well, so anyway, so he officially announced, obviously, like any of us, were, none of us were surprised. We're getting a Black Panther 2. We're getting a Captain Marvel 2. We're getting a oh, Guardians 3. Yeah. No one on Earth was surprised. No one will be surprised when they finally announce a third Spider-Man movie. I mean, no, yeah. you know, whatever. No, no one is surprised. Okay, great. We all fully expect but that. But then he just... Slipped in. He must have just felt generous or something. Or cruel. Or cruel, because he's like, and of course, we haven't even had time to talk about the Fantastic Four or or mutants. Oh, he's mean. 
scene. I didn't even know about those. Oh, uh, yeah. At the very end, he goes, well, we haven't even had time to talk about the Fantastic Four or mutants. That, to me, just What says a jerk. That, to me, just says that, like, they're planning on, like, those are definitely in the works. They're being planned. But they literally don't even have enough information to have mentioned. Like, no, you know, they, they, they would have talked about that. They have nothing. They just, they're just letting you know, like, this is something that's going to happen. They have nothing. And it's a way to make it seem like he knows more about them than he does, but he totally doesn't. But let me tell you, since that has obviously now confirmed that obviously the MCU will bring in the first family, the speculation of casting for the Fantastic Four has just taken over a lot of these forums and stuff. What if Chris Evans comes back and plays (laughs) the same game? Just, no, no. I look familiar. You must be confused. No, there's no way. I do have a cousin. Um, I mean, we're hearing some great casting rumors. We're the big the internet really wants John Krasinski to play uh, <gasps> Mr. Fantastic. Yes, he would be great. My, oh my gosh, I although him. I heard a great rumor yesterday that I would prefer. And that rumor was that Matt Smith himself would play Mr. Fantastic. I would like that too. It's funny. I'm so used to thinking of him as like basically an awkward baby giraffe that it's hard for me to picture him playing a superhero, but I think he could be fantastic. But Reed Richards, he could totally play Reed Richards. So it's funny. The Fantastic Four, I'm mostly trusting people like you in my life that tell me this is going to be a fantastic thing and they should be fantastic because my only like real knowledge of and experience with the fantastic four has been the previous oh not and so they were just movies. terrible and that's why because i grew terrible. up with dc comics i and so it's not like i was living in that universe with marvel right and so those movies which were not good are my only that's my only acquaintance my only knowledge of I don't know why well, I to use I think, my only knowledge of the Fantastic Four. I think the thing that I'm honestly more excited to find out casting information of with that is yeah. the eventuality, and I talked about this in our Endgame episode, but the eventuality of who will play Doctor Doom. That's really what I want to know. Is what I mean, and we're talking about at this point, we got Mahershala Ali to play Blade. We have Angelina Jolie playing one of the Eternals. James Earl Jones. No, he's too old. I just like his voice. But like, can have him voiceover. Okay, but let me just tease this as an idea. Like, is is Marvel Studios far enough along? And maybe this actor's too old to play Doctor Doom. Never too old. But like, are we far enough along that Brian Cranston could be Doctor Doom? Uh, maybe by the time they're like, maybe at that point. I mean, but I mean, I mean, the, the question just is, does Victor Von Doom have to be the same age as the Fantastic Four? Because they're going to go with young-ish actors for those characters because they're going to be playing those characters for at least a decade once they... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I'm trying and... trying to think who else I would like cast as that. I mean, or or like, are we to the point where... I mean, we have to be thinking in a way in younger generations of actors. I know, maybe even younger than the generations I'm thinking. Like, you know, John Krasinski, like, is he young a enough? Older? Yeah, is he too old to be for them to be thinking in the next years? Granted, 
I say that, and then we have people like Hugh Jackman, who's played Wolverine for like... Well, but not anymore. Yeah, but a long time he did. Yes. It, uh, yes. And even to an age where you're like, oh, would he still... And like, he was. He still played him. But I don't know. I don't know. I've got to start thinking... I'm not familiar enough with, honestly, slightly... The thing about Victor Von Doom actor. is he has to be incredibly, incredibly charismatic. Like, I mean, he has to be that David Tennant-esque charismatic. That's literally who I keep thinking of, except that then he's not going to get cast as that. that no. That's not going to be a thing. But that is who I'm thinking. That's what my mind went to, is like somebody who could play a charismatically evil person. I mean, he has to be that charismatic and... Love it. Mm, this is hard. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be thinking about this. And I'm gonna we, be trying to cast and, this and in we my will, head. And we will see as as time goes on. Uh, they're obviously not gonna get Daniel Day Lewis to come out of retirement to play anything in the MCU. So. No, that seems unlikely. <laughs> Very unlikely. Say we'll pay you one billion dollars. And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm famous enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. I, I just want to be on my ranch in Ireland. Well, that's one of my things. Like, I, I was one. I actually was wondering this the other day. With we were talking earlier about Angelina Jolie being in Eternals and her being such a big actor, and like she is a huge actress, but like honestly, I don't feel like I've seen her in that much other than like Maleficent in recent years, unless unless she's just been in movies that I'm not paying attention to, um, which is entirely possible. No, she's been she's gotten very specific about projects she's willing to take on. Which she can. But still, like I wonder with her doing Maleficent two and now the Eternals, is she trying to come trying to really start doing more? I uh, I it's a good question. I still love the idea of Keanu as the silver surfer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves is an interesting very specific actor. Although I've heard rumors about Keanu playing Dracula in the Blade franchise. That's what I want. I want Keanu Reeves to play Dracula. Yeah. I would I would love that. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> you know who Give else it. I've heard rumored uh, possibly for uh, Doctor Doom? Adam Scott. <gasps> he would be perfect because I feel like Adam Scott and David Tennant are very similar. I mean, actors. that would be. Uh, and you want to talk about a slightly younger, but has the same sort of smeary charisma. Like think him in the good place. essentially. Right. I mean, I would love that. That could be. <gasps> that would be great. Like, I, oh, my gosh. So and anyway, he's really up and coming. We've probably so we've probably got at minimum five years to speculate about that. Great, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's anyway. almost cruel of them. All right, Sarah, what did you have for anything. breakfast? <laughs> I had an Eggo waffle. <laughs> Let go of my Eggo. How? But like, not like the little thin ones. It's one of their thick and fluffy Belgian style How ones. stranger things good. of you. I know, I was inspired. Oh my goodness gracious. No joke, I really was. Thought that was it basically. I was I was there and I saw it and I thought it looked good and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm eleven. 
All right. All right, Vocal Fam. Listen, that's it for us. Um, Sarah, I'm going to talk to you for just a second, um, but I'm going to stop this. Vocal Fam, listen, we'll be back with you tomorrow in case you listen to this today. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, did we want to – we talked about making our – statement about the merch yes we want to just keep and and uh, we need to actually get this at the beginning of an episode like next time but hey vocal fam vocal fam if you're still with us hey listen so obviously you know we'd love it if you'd go out and get yourself a vocal fry mug get yourself a vocal fry tea on our merch store um but we wanted to just say the reason that sarah and i are uh Pushing pushing the merch and just um you know we'll continue to push the merch is that for the first here almost two years, October will be two years of the podcast and our renewals Crazy. of everything. Our renewals are coming up in October. And, and basically, we want to keep Vocal Fry itself coming to you free of charge. And, and, we, and we have every intention of keeping Vocal Fry coming to you free of charge. We don't want to do commercials. We don't yeah. want to, we really don't want to like start just doing Patreon and have so much of our content behind a Patreon paywall. And so, and so we're trying to just focus on the merchandise, but um, but our annual renewals do come up in October, and it's I mean the first couple of years I paid for just out of my own pocket, and now that Sarah and I are partners, we're going to be paying it out of our own pockets to keep yeah. keep this cost going, and uh, we want to just keep Vocal Fry what it is, and we want to keep the Vocal Fam what it is, but if you can support the Vocal Fam by going out, getting yourself a mug, getting yourself a t-shirt. Hey, look, I mean, the advantage of it is you're supporting the podcast, but you also get a nice t-shirt or, or a wonderful coffee mug. Uh, and yeah. we will be having a giveaway come September. Uh, yes. We have a signed mug that I, I, I'm i excited about. Everybody signed, Well, right? Michael hasn't. Leah's signed it. Oh. You've signed it. I've signed it. Uh, I'd like Michael's to get... Michael's hard to reach. Michael's, Michael's a bit hard to reach. But... Uh, <laughs> because of living in a different part of the country. Not like he doesn't talk to us. Yeah, right, 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 right. No. Um, anyway, Vocal Fam, that's it for today. Boy, this was going to be a mini episode, and we just recorded for mini. 57 minutes. Uh, we had a lot to say. Right. It was a lot of stuff. That's a lot of movies and TV shows to freak out over. Maybe we sh- should we save mind. this episode for next week? Next week? Uh... We are going to record with Kate next week, though. Which we could always drop the next week. Uh, All right, we'll we'll talk about it. All right, Vocal Fam, maybe who knows. All right. Anyway. We'll talk to you soon. Who knows when you'll hear this. Okay, bye, Vocal Fam.